the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome to Radio News Hour on this Tuesday. Uh, the Fed meeting has started. Uh, we won't get the results till tomorrow, uh, but right on cue, you thought it was over. I know. You know what? I guess you had two choices. You can believe me. Or I guess you can believe Jay Powell and Jamie Dimon. Uh, I'll tell you right now, I'll take those odds all day. Hey, I'm not going to win everyone, but I guarantee you I'm going to win most of them. It's another bank run. Uh, you're not surprised. You shouldn't be surprised. I told you it's not over. It didn't end with First Republic, uh, PacWest, Western Alliance, several other regional banks crashing up. Right now I'm going to say... PacWest, Western Alliance, you're on the clock. You're next. Uh, the Democrats now begging Jay Powell, don't raise rates. Please don't raise rates. France gets downgraded. Big announcement from the BRICS. Uh-oh. The rest of the world starting to line up. 800-951-0592. You know the number. You know you need to call. I don't know what you're waiting for. Right? Well, you know what? I do know. You want to pay more. That, that's what they're waiting Jason, it has to be what they're waiting for. They just want to pay more. Allamericangold.com uh, is the website. And, and, again, it's not a good story. It's simple math. It's not complicated. At least, you know, the financial crisis, at least that was complicated. And really, at the end, it really wasn't. Especially when it was that Michael Burry and his guys started going to homes in the desert of Arizona, started knocking on doors and like, wait, nobody even lives here, right? I guess that 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 wasn't that complicated. Uh, this situation isn't either. You better get your money out of the bank, Jason. That's all I can say. Yeah, you just need to take the reins uh, of your uh, economic situation and, and, and take stock of what's going on. And, and then uh, anything that you're holding, that you, you know, for that rainy day fund, for any savings, for anything in the future, that should be gold and silver. I mean, I, Joe talks about, hey, you know, make sure you're diversified and things of that nature. But diversification, you know, usually that means investments. But when it comes to savings, I don't know where else to save it. I mean, you could put it in property, but you can get you can pay your your income tax and all your upkeep to keep the house nice. You can put in other assets, I suppose, but you can put $2 million gold in a shoebox. Right, Joe? You know, not, not very hard. To, you know, the gold's not going to rot. It's not going to corrode. It's not going to vanish into thin air. You know, it's not like other metals that can be corroded. And uh, you, can, you can do so much good for your savings holding its value by keeping it in metals instead of in paper or on some digital screen and, Got to put your savings in that place. And we're the guys that have been on the air. I've been on the air just over five years. Joe's been on much longer. And uh, it's, a, it's a simple it's – it's cool to be involved in something that does actually help people. You know, you know, a lot of jobs, there's always some little part of the job that's just not really all that cool. You know, you know I, I was a pizza delivery driver, Joe. 
I knew what I was delivering to people. It wasn't really good for them, you know. So there was right. always that, you know, I, mean, I was being all health conscious. But I made my money by giving people food that probably made them unhealthy. At least with gold and silver, yeah, you can get you can, you can get like a Scrooge, you know, in a Christmas Carol. You can be an old miser and become a real jerk human being. But uh, most people that own gold and silver, Joe, they end up using it for good purposes, handing it off to their kids and their grandkids, and it and it keeps the uh, a rainy day fund for an emergency that's. Seems like it's always around the corner. Always around the corner. And uh, I'll just say this. You know, when I first started over 20 years ago, we used to say, hey, you can put a million dollars worth of gold in a shoebox. Right. Now it's probably three million, right? I mean, same amount of gold. Yeah. Right? It just uh, it just costs a lot more uh, than it did when I first started. Uh, right now, uh, gold's up 27 uh, 2020, let's call it 2020, like, remember 2020, Hugh Downs and Barbara Walters, you know, where are those days gone, uh, and now, now we got, uh, CNN and Fox, no thanks, uh, silver's up 25 cents here, 25, 25, uh, the Dow is down almost 600 points, as I said, uh, the bank carnage continues, uh, and this is exactly what I expected, listen, this is just going, from one bank to the next, to the next, to the next. And, and we know uh, the Fed was asleep. Where were these guys? Where were the regulators? Where were they in watching all of these banks? And these banks, you know, think about it. We've had three of the four largest bank defaults ever happen in the last, what, 60 days and now, uh, PacWest, Western Alliance, and others. Jason, it looks like, almost like, I don't want to say every regional bank, but it sure does seem like most regional banks are in trouble. And they're in trouble for two reasons. Number one, they're in trouble because of deposits, right? The deposits are leaving because of what the Fed has done with interest rates. Uh, they've got a bunch of losers there. Jason, but commercial real estate is coming home to haunt these regionals on top of it. And then today, job openings. All the jobs just disappeared. Uh, down almost 2 million job openings. The lowest jobs opening uh, in, in several years. Quits. Now, this was a big one. Everyone was quitting. Everybody, hey, I'm quitting. I'm going to get more money somewhere else, and I'm going to have a better this and a better that. Uh, all of a sudden, and it looks like, and again, this is how it happens. All of a sudden, Jason, nobody's quitting. Now, now everybody's, a lot of people now are going the other way. Uh-oh, uh, not only am I not quitting, I'm worried I'm going to get fired. Yeah, I just remember uh, a little over a year ago, a year ago to a little over a year ago, there was the, the, the whole job shuffling thing. They're talking to people about how, hey, maybe you're not in the right place. Go look for a better thing somewhere else. Well, that's that's all gone, Joe. That's all gone when you raise the rates all through 2022, right? And, and again... Uh, I still think they're going to, I told you it was a policy mistake, a policy mistake when they raised last time. They're going to do it again tomorrow. I'm almost sure of it. 800-951-0592. Joe and Jason, Patriot Radio News Hour on this Tuesday. A uh, quick look in here at the markets. The Dow is down 550 points. The S&P is down 70. The NASDAQ down 180. Here's a shocker. Crude oil. 
down over $3 a barrel as everybody is running for the exits about what they think is coming. Gold's now up 30, 2022. Silver's up 32 cents, $25 and 32 cents. Uh, don't forget, listen, you gotta get the gold, you gotta get the silver put away, uh, be diversified, uh, make sure, uh, you don't have your investments in these banks, right? Call my son Joey, get it over at, get it, get your stuff over to Northwestern Mutual, and let's not forget our buddies over at Y-Refi. Heck, they don't care about regional banks, they don't care. They don't care. They don't care if Jay Powell going to make another policy mistake. They don't care if Jamie Dimon comes out on TV and lies through his teeth. You get up to 10.25% return. It's fixed. It's compounded daily. You can do whatever you want with the income. You can pay yourself monthly. You can roll it back over. Uh, there's no penalties for early withdrawal. You get your whole uh, initial investment back if you had to do that. If you only want to trade, you know what? I just want to lay low for a year. Okay, well, they'll give you 6.25% if you want to do that. you got to have a minimum of 50000 You can use existing IRAs. Check them out. That's all I'm telling you. Check them out. Invest. YRefi.com, the word invest, the letter Y, R-E-F-Y.com, or call them at 888-YREFI24. So, uh, very early on, the re- other regional banks started to crater. Now remember, you gotta go back. Go back to when we first heard about Silicon Valley and Signature. Remember, they were talking, well, what was it, Janet Yellen? Well, there's a few banks. There's a few banks we're worried about. And then by, I want to say by that Friday, uh, there was a report circulating uh, of almost 200 banks that really have what we would call, I'll call it balance sheet issues. And what I mean by that is any any major loss of deposits, a significant loss of deposits, would put these banks in jeopardy. In other words, hey, their balance sheets, their their investments, the the what they did with what is well, let's face it, it's not your money, right? Remember, we deposit money into banks. Right? They want you to think it's your money, but you know it's not. Right, we are an unsecured creditor to the bank. Period. That's what we are, unsecured. The bank owns the money. They decide how to invest. Now, the Fed puts rules in place, and of course, obviously, these rules don't work. Hey, you've got to put X amount of these quote-unquote investments into what we think is super good, uh, safe. Places, i.e., in in mortgage-backed securities. Now, here's the problem, right? As as we've deci- as we've told you, hey, for 15 years at zero. So these treasuries, think about it. They were buying 10-year notes at like half of a percent. Well. If they have a run on deposits, if they have to sell these bonds, they're going to lose money, period. It's not, it's not complicated. There's nothing complicated about it. 
Bond yields rise. That means the bonds are worth less. It's just that simple. Okay. Now, the commercial side or the mortgage-backed side, well, gosh, look at what happened. And we had great, great asset appreciation during the easy money times. Now, the commercial real estate markets, pretty much with the exception of a few places, exception, there's a couple of places that are okay, is devastated. Can't sell those, right? We know, we already know what the losses on those are, 20, 30, some of them 50. Heck, what was it last week? One one company what took an 80% loss. Then they had the other investments. See, they don't have to put all of it in those two categories. They had room. They could do other things. Now, a good bank would have been hedging themselves. Said, man, you know, especially when the Fed started raising rates and done things to protect themselves. Now, the problem with doing things to protect yourself means, well, we're not going to make, we're not going to make a lot of money, right? Where you know, protecting yourself means, well, you know what? We're not the the stockholders are going to be upset. I'm worried about, oh, I'm worried about my bonus. And all of these banks behaved badly, really badly. And you know what? Where was the Fed? Where was the over? And now, Jason, PacWest down 30%. Western Alliance down 20%. Uh, all of these regional banks uh, falling under significant pressure. And all of this is, Jason, is it going to be more people getting their money out of these banks? It's just plain and simple. Yeah, that's, that's exactly right. You can, you can kind of think of the, the debt banking system uh, a little bit like the web of life. You know, we go to school and you have the web of life and – you see how all the uh, insects and the animals and the plants, how they're all interconnected. And if you take out the bees, then you can't pollinate the, the, the flowers and all that stuff. That's the same thing in, 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 in this debt money banking system. You know, banks used to be more that, you know, decades and decades and decades ago. But that's just not the way it works. So when you get uh, Silicon Valley Bank, which could even make it to the weekend that week, all their assets are being liquidated, you know, and, and it's not just – people that are holding money in that bank. It could be people that maybe they don't have a lot of money in that bank. They're, they're, they're covered with the FDIC insurance, so to speak, and we know that the Fed bailed it out, but it's, it causes a ripple effect. Hey, uh, i got to get out of this bank, and i got to move it over to this bank, and I, I might just want to pull all of my stuff out of this. Uh, different banks loaning to each other. Suddenly uh, they, uh, they're over-leveraged to one weak bank. Now they got to pull out and put it in another. It's, all this stuff creates a, a ripple effect that takes a while to, to fix if it's even fixable. And so, Joe, I, I, I said when uh, Silicon Valley Bank closed and it couldn't even make it to the weekend, I said, well, it, it takes about 30 to 90 days to really uh, go through one bank's problems. And that usually means when the verdict, the hammer comes down, the verdict for exactly what happens to all those assets happens, that's going to create more problems. And I, I think we're getting closer to that 60-day number, Joe. It's uh, – we're going to get to June and July, and then and there's going to be more of this stuff happening. It's going to be more banks, and then those banks will trip more dominoes. I think it has the potential to get ugly very, very quickly. And once again, uh, I've said it 
I don't know how many times Jay Powell's a complete patsy. He is the wrong man for the job. Uh, he should be fired immediately, uh, but that's not going to happen. How about this out of the Telegraph? Uh, Ambrose Ever- Evans Pritchard is the one uh, doing the story, and he's saying that almost half of the 4,800 banks, now remember, about 800 of those really aren't banks, but they, you know, they made Charles Schwab a bank, as an example. But the 4,800 banks, by the way, Schwab, that's another one. They've, they've had some tough times with this. Have already burned, almost half of them, have already burned through their capital buffers. In other words, okay, we, 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 we were able to survive round one. Right? We were able to survive... Uh, round two, right? Round two being First Republic. But the problem was in round two, right? Round one, uh, we, we had to take a knee, right? We had, you know, think of like a boxing match, right? We had to take a knee, but we got a, we weren't, you know, it was a flash knockdown. We were caught off guard. Round two, well, guess what? Thank God the bell rang because, uh, we were about ready to go to sleep. And now the Telegraph is saying, Jason, they have no more uh, what they call uh, capital buffers left, which means any more run on deposits, and these banks are running on what they call negative equity. Uh, they may not have to mark to market, right, because, you know, the Fed is saving them, right? Got to remember, the Fed is saving them under the U.S. accounting rules, but that doesn't make them solve it. And this is the problem. The smart Wall Streeters know. Okay, you can play all the games you want, but I know how to do math. I've got a pretty good idea of what I think your quote-unquote capital buffers are. And when I do the math, Jason, these banks are insolvent. We're talking about potentially half of these banks could be insolvent. And they're all uh, instruments of debt anyway, so really they're all just in bad shape. It's just a crooked money system. It doesn't work. It only works because people have faith in it. So they're all bad, Joe. They're All the banks are bad. Well, what happens is, is people figure out that uh, certain banks – are going to crumble first, and that's what starts the whole thing. All the banks are insolvent. They're, they're all in debt. It's all funny money. It's all fake. The whole thing is fake. It's all rigged and fake. And uh, when people start to figure it out, they start to figure it out, you know, a lot of people all at once. You know, it, it starts with Silicon Valley Bank, and then the next one, and then the next one, and then it starts making the actual news, and people start calling us and buying gold and silver, and then it just gets worse and worse until – Somebody out there can go on the TV, usually some figurehead president or something, and they just say, oh, we got it fixed. You know, Barack Obama, for anybody that don't, doesn't like him, he sure was a calming influence to everybody. We got up there, and he had his little smile, and he said, ah, everything's fine. And, and people just believed it. Right, Joe? And then that's, that's what well, they're going to hope for this time around. People believe it less and less, right? The, the boy that cried wolf, yep. right? Oh, well, it, 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 it was just Silicon Valley and Signature. Oh well, 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 not for, for, well, okay. Now, now it's over, right? Uh, well, oh well, okay. Well, maybe it's more. Stanford professor 
and banking expert Amit Saru says the following. It's really spooky. Thousands of banks are underwater. Let's not pretend this is just about Silicon Valley or First Republic. A lot of the U.S. banking system is potentially insolvent. And, of course, what is he talking about? Well, if this continues and the economy does get worse, right, when the tide goes out, no matter what they try to say, right, the math is the math, Jason, and these banks simply don't have the capital buffers. They didn't do it right. They, they, they Again, this is why everybody out there, and it's really simple, why do you think guys like Jeff Gunlatch are saying, oh, the Fed's going to cut rates three times before the end of 2023? That's unheard of. That's not what they're saying. I promise you they're not going to say that tomorrow because they know. They know, Jason, right? They know. Hey, these banks don't have yeah. it. you got to get the rates back to zero. And it's a problem because the uh, the small players believe what the bigger players tell them. The big players believe what the biggest or the giant players and, and the central banks are telling them. And uh, at some point, there's, there's somebody that knows what's going on, Joe. There's always the guy that knows how to, to leverage every situation to their advantage. And so this, this thing, one, once again, is corrupt. It's, it's, it's aimed to be like this for certain individuals. But that aside, these banks like Silicon Valley Bank, they just did what, what the logic or what the bigger players, hey, hey, the guy up uh, over at uh, J.P. Morgan Chase, he said this and this and that, and, and Goldman Sachs said this and this and that, so we should be doing that, right? They just do what, 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 is, what they think the smarter guy in the room is telling them to do, and then look what happens, Joe. Crash and burn, right? By the way, you can go to the Hoover Institute report that he did. 2,315 U.S. banks, by his calculation, are sitting on assets that are worth less than their liabilities. 800-951-0592. We'll get back uh, to the Stanford professor here. Uh, The Dow uh, now uh, down over 600-plus points. Uh, Gold's up 30 Silver's up 35. The sale today, and it's a really good one on some silver here. We've got uh, some junk silver, and I love it because it's at least a little less expensive. Uh, Dimes and quarters. I got rolls of silver quarters. Those are 40 silver quarters, $10 face value silver quarters, uh, $270 a roll. You're saving $15 a roll on the silver quarters. The silver dimes, uh, that's a $5 roll, 50 silver dimes, $135. So you're saving $7.50 a roll on that. And the funny part is we're pretty much the cheapest in the country before the sale. But uh, now we're going to be even cheaper. And then uh, 10 on the gold side, $10 liberties. 1225 uh $1225 on the $10 liberties uh and again this is I have no idea what's going to be what the Fed is doing right now uh tomorrow is the big announcement obviously uh with what's happening 
in the banking sector again today. Uh, this is going to be very dovish. They're still, I, I think they're still going to raise rates, even though they shouldn't, because uh, again, they're weak. I think that they're also going to talk as nicely as possible. Uh, they're going to tell you how safe the banking system is, even though obviously it's not. Uh, there is a potential for them to up the FDIC insurance. I think that could happen. Uh, and potentially doing it uh, for businesses, because that's really right a big problem. Uh, 250000 if you're a, any type of business at all that does any type of volume, well, that's nothing. That, right? That's not a lot. Uh, I think they could try to do a lot of things. What I, what, basically what I think about, we're gonna see much, much, much higher gold and silver pricing. Uh, take advantage, uh, and again, uh, we, we've said this for a while, right? If you wanna pay more, wait. Uh, this is, this is the stair stepping that we've talked about. I think tomorrow we're going to get the word pause out of the central bank, uh, and of course that is going to send the dollar lower, that will send bond yields lower, and I think we're going to see uh, gold hit new record highs. Uh, I, I, I don't see, foresee a soft landing, especially now when we took, uh, when we look at the data from, from uh, the job openings today, and then the quits, Right, all of a sudden, nobody's quitting their jobs now. Uh, this is this is happening very quickly, and it really isn't that quick. You know, uh, you get you know, Jason brought it up. Hey, you get a ninety day notice, and we're only sixty days into the ninety days. I think this this economy is going to look very different in the next thirty, sixty, ninety days from now. Uh, I fully expect the the central bank uh, and Jay Powell to be weak, and, and I, I I absolutely think they will lower rates before the year is out. Uh, and and again, I think we'll see silver uh, with the three handle. I mean, if things go really bad, silver could be in the forties. Uh, so take advantage here. Uh, you got rolls of silver quarters, forty silver quarters. At $270, you're saving $15 a roll. Rolls of silver dimes at $135. So you're saving $7.5 there. And then uh, the $10 liberties. Like I said, on this gold side, load it up. $10 liberties, $1,225 at 800 951 Zero five nine two, and we're we're talking the 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 Stanford professor and banking expert, uh, Professor Saru, in a report to the Hoover Institute, saying that he's done the math. That two thousand three hundred and fifteen banks out of the forty eight hundred are currently sitting on assets worth less than their liabilities. That's right now. He says the market value of those loan portfolios 
are $2 trillion lower than the stated book value. So when you think about First Republic, the FDIC, well, we took a $13 billion hit and uh, we let J.P. Morgan $50 billion. Professor Sanu's kind of laughing at that. He says, listen, we all right now have a $2 trillion difference. These lenders, he wants people to know, it's not just the small banks, it's not just the regional banks, include Big Beast, one of the ten most vulnerable banks, is a globally systemic entity with assets of over a trillion dollars. Now, he doesn't name names. But he's saying that one of the ten, uh, let's just call it systemically important banks, currently is in a negative equity situation. Three others are large banks. So I'm going to assume these are on online or on par with, say, Silicon Valley uh, and, and First Republic. It is not just a problem for banks that have less than $250 billion that didn't even have to pass a stress test. So when you look at all of the things that, that the Stanford professor was saying, this is this is a huge deal, right? Because he's, he's saying, listen, it, it's got everybody here. Because we know if one of the systemically important banks go, they all go, right? We know that already. And he's saying, listen, one of them is already in this situation, and yet they're telling you how, how safe everything is. Caution here. Caution here. If the economy goes into recession, right now you got to magnify this problem. And this is this is the bad part. It'd be one thing if we thought the economy was gaining steam and picking up and, right, hey, we can maybe work our way out. It's actually the other way around. And, and this number looks like it's going to get worse. Pizza Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour. I got a, a couple of lines open. Uh, we've got something for everybody on the gold side. Uh, $10 Liberties, this is the buy of the day because I got a feeling uh, things are, are going to, well, it depends on how you look at it. Improve significantly for gold and silver. Uh, unfortunately, deteriorate significantly uh, for a lot of the rest of the economy uh, as the bank run continues here. Uh, and again, the Fed is in their meeting. Uh, we'll get the results uh, tomorrow. And then uh, on the silver side, this this is a huge savings. I mean, at one point yesterday, silver got to $26. It's twenty five forty. It's on its way to 30 Silver quarters at 270 a roll. Silver dimes at $135 a roll. At eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Now we've got other problems. I know Fitch, the rating agency Fitch, just downgraded France yesterday. Here we go, right? Here we go. 
this is this is how it starts right the 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 spending problems uh, wait wait well, i wonder what they're going to do when they see the size of our debts uh speaking of debt janet yellen jason and i talked about this at length yesterday man how bad is it janet yellen after jason and i got off the air tax receipts have come in so light that the emergency measures for the debt ceiling, she said, the they will the treasury will be out of money June first. That was like the worst case scenario. Matter of fact, yes, I said, ah, it's, like, it's probably going to be mid July, June first. It's May second. They, they're not. They haven't even started working on this. This is a huge problem. A huge problem. And again, I think they'll try to kick the can down the road and buy some time. Uh, but, but it looks like the size of the debt is skyrocketing when you talk about tax returns being that light here. And we just don't know because right now they can't go any higher than the $31.4 trillion. Well, we, I mean, we can already guess it's probably 32 plus already. How bad is it going to get? Uh, and then, Last but not least, and of course, well, it's not even last probably, but next, I guess, Saudi Arabia, the UAE, Algeria, Egypt, Bahrain, and Iran have all formally asked to join BRICS. This is a huge Huge, huge development. Uh, we've been reporting now almost, I don't even know, for the last several months, ever since really Silicon Valley's trouble popped up, country after country saying, you know what, we're going to trade uh, with China in Renembi. Uh Now essentially, let's just call this what it is, the Middle East pretty much has now said that they have all formally asked to join the BRICS in total now. Nineteen nations have expressed interest in joining Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa. And, and again, this is a huge development. Why? Because it means that they are going to stop trading in dollars, period. When these countries trade with each other, they are going to trade. Obviously, China, their biggest trading partners in Renembi, but even when they trade with each other, they'll use reals, they'll use whatever their currencies are. At a time when our banking system is starting to hemorrhage, uh, the fact of the matter is we, we, we have a balance sheet at the Fed that's eight plus trillion. We're, we're at a debt ceiling. And we need to be able to, to, to sell this debt. And this is a big, big development because this is, again, this is oil. And, and I have a hard time because it, it's hard for people. Because when you hear the list, like, okay, well, Saudi Arabia, UAE, they're pretty big, right, as far as energy. You know, Egypt, okay, well, you know, they're not huge, right? Bahrain, you know, Iran. What, what's the big deal? Well, you already listen. You already got China and India on there, right? I mean, they're they're big economies and getting bigger. 
But the big deal is oil just by itself. Think about it. You could take oil, and, of course, they got a lot of natural gas as well. But think about taking all the corn, all the soybeans, right, all of uh, all of the other, the steel, the copper, the iron ore, right? You could add it all together, and it's not the size of the oil market. This is going to be a significant reduction in the amount of dollars being used in global trade. And again, it's not like the dollar's going away. The problem is its market share is going to be reduced significantly. We've, listen, we've never seen this. I mean, really, the dollar's been the dominant player since Bretton Woods. We've never seen a shift happen as quickly as we're seeing it happen. And I don't think it's by coincidence uh, that, that we've got a banking crisis unfolding. We've got a debt ceiling crisis. Uh, we, we've got this war that we decided we had to have with Russia in Ukraine. And, and the fact that we've used the, uh, we've used the dollar as a weapon for a long time, it's kind of that perfect storm. Kind of that perfect storm. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back wrapping it up on this Tuesday. 800-951-0592. Uh, you just got me for the rest of the show. Jason's uh, working on uh, some things for us here. Gold's up 32 uh, 2024 silver's up 45 cents now 2545 again silver quarters and dimes it's the deal of the day quarters at 270 dimes at 135 dollars a roll uh, you get 50 silver dimes in every roll 40 silver quarters in every roll and then on the gold side 10 dollar liberties $1,225, and I'm scared about what it's going to be tomorrow. Uh, and again, it, by all accounts, I believe that Jay Powell will raise rates tomorrow, and then because of what is happening, talk extremely, extremely dovishly. There will be a pause. I uh, wouldn't be surprised if they start talking about raising FDIC limits. And, of course, you can raise them all you want. You can say they're all guaranteed like they did that one day. Uh, but they don't got any money. I mean, that's kind of the problem with it all, right? Uh, it, it just doesn't, the math just doesn't work. West Bank has been halted 12 times already today as they're trying to uh, get through the day here, uh, Western Alliance, uh, another bank that's under extreme duress right now, uh, PacWest that I think at the height was down about 40%. And, and again, it's just simple math. Uh, the, uh, P- Professor Saru, uh, over at Stanford saying that half of the U.S. banks Right now, right now, are in uh, where they, their assets don't e- equal their liabilities. Essentially, they're insolvent uh, if they had to be marked to market. Uh, and again, the problem is, and this is this is why 
you know, and I said it yesterday, this isn't over. Of course, I didn't know this was going to happen today. But things appear like they're going to get worse, right? We're going to slow down more, right? We're going to have more issues uh, in commercial real estate, probably residential real estate as well, especially we've been waiting for jobs, right? We've been waiting. When is it going to happen? Uh, then today, uh, the job openings number collapses. The quits number, which has been huge. Everybody was quitting. Now, all of a sudden, nobody's quitting. These are very important signs. Uh, on top of this, we had France get downgraded by by Fitch today. Uh, the the Russia, China, India, Brazil, you know, the, the BRICS train. Man, what a shot in the arm today where essentially the Middle East has now said, yeah, we're on board. We're on board with BRICS. And the fact that they said, hey, by the way, there's 19 other countries that that, that uh, we're talking with as well. Uh, th- these are all major developments happening all at once. You know, Jason pointed out yesterday this new Fed coin thing, Fed now, starts in July. And is, is it going to be one of those situations where all of a sudden, uh, this is the ride to the rescue thing. I don't know that it's going to happen that fast. If you would have asked me two days ago, I probably would have said no. But now, it, I, yeah, bank stocks getting halted a dozen times in, in a few hours. That's never a good sign. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.